0: No, yeah, now that Uh, Hello guys and welcome to Thrallers I'm here with Chris Ronalds, how are you doing Chris?
1: Yeah, uh, awesomely well
0: Yeah, doing very well Just uh, chilling chilling back at home, which is nice
1: Beautiful
0: Mm, Bit upset about the footy over the weekend But what are you going to do? I'm up and about (laughs) Yeah yeah, Chris and I went to the Bombers-Saints game and uh, I'm a, a Bombers man and Chris is the Saints man and um, yeah, well, <laughs> Chris is up and about. <laughs> but we had some good crepes.
1: Maybe we should get a footy, uh, footy podcast going.
0: Yeah, there you go. There's probably none of them.
1: There's probably none of them. <laughs> none of them.
0: <laughs> well, bits happened since uh, the last time we jumped on the pod. Um. The Battle of the Burbs being probably the biggest thing that happened. Well, at least to our tens of listeners, it might be the biggest thing.
1: Yeah, um, the tens of listeners that are still holding on. Thanks for being here. Um, Yeah, a couple of league days. Obviously, a bit going on in the States as well. Um, Yeah, fair bit to get to.
0: So we jump right back into the... What was the league day last week? Not the most recent one. Where do we have that? At Bald Hill. Bald Hill, correct. Mm, that was nice because that was a little warm-up event for the Battle of the Burps. I know there was a few of the East team that were looking to place solid so that they could secure themselves a spot. And um, a few of the West boys, including yourself, trying to intimidate is how I would put it. A few, <laughs> of, the, a few of the East guys. rocking up, showing our wares. <laughs> yeah. And you managed to do it. I um, Were you playing in the Arvo? No,
1: no, the, I did the 8am 8 8 round mm.
0: Oh yeah, I think you just were on a different I think you did a lot of back nine to start off with Because I remember looking at the live yeah. scores And watching Bald Hill's finest Aiden Just drop bombs and get lots of green on his scorecard And then all of a sudden just claw one back, claw one back, claw one back See Ron, 10 down yeah. as well
1: there was a bit of smack talking going on in some group chats that I'm a part of. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, that, fair to say some of those comments were fueling the fire a little bit, but I always always knew I had the front lines play. I started on seven, so I had one to six to finish. Um, but, yeah, eight in charge. And I remember having a look and thinking, right, if I go six through six, I'll be in the mix here. Um, and I'm if he makes a couple of mistakes on the back, you know, I might be able to tied up um but i managed to go minus seven through my last six holes get get to double digits and that was enough to secure the uh asterisk win asterisk along with yeah
0: yeah yeah seven through six not bad you missed the second eagle but yeah we will right, we'll give it to you
1: yeah i was <laughs> yeah, it was pretty horrific actually i was lucky to get away with birdie in the end
0: there was so much going on i couldn't make this one i cannot remember what i was doing because my memory sucks but couldn't make this one, and I was just watching all the storylines unfold. There was your guys' little battle, there was Tim Pollock just absolutely destroying it with a neg nine. Dazza trying to chase you guys, but uh, bogey sort of cost him neg nine. Ryan Deere just doing Ryan Deere things. Yep, Phil Morgan with neg seven with a triple on 18. <laughs>
1: A triple and a bogey
0: as well. Wild. He gets the double eagle. Uh, Taron. Now, this is... The podcast is doing plenty. The the spotlight not light is game changer because every time we've been hitting, like, a specific player with a not light, a.k.a. Kristen Tatar, they've come and fired up right after. And last night I gave... Uh, last week, I gave Tarrant a fair whack for a poor performance at... It's um, Ruffy?
1: Stony?
0: No, Ruffy. Oh, uh,
1: Ruffy, that's and right.
0: And he's come down and punched out a, a neg six with two bogeys. So he's got himself eight birdies at Bald Hill, and that's, uh, that's a good bounce back. I'm very impressed with Taron
1: there. 100%. Um, you know, I'm sure people start wanting to be mentioned in they're not light if we keep up this form.
0: <laughs> it could be. <laughs> and aces. Aces.
1: Yeah, plural.
0: Plural. On the same card. I think they were both on Daz's card, right?
1: They
0: were both on Daz's card, 100%. Yeah, so Braden Boyack, uh, who I'm unfamiliar with, with a nice ace on hole one. And then a few holes later, Tim wears like, hole six, yes please. Yep. Uh, very impressive, boys.
1: Uh, six is just getting harder and harder. For anyone that doesn't play ball Gap is encroaching on non-existent, right? It's a very specific shot off the tee, um, and that's a very good ace.
0: No, it definitely is. It very much is. I I would like to ask him what he threw because, yeah, there's not too many good lines anymore. It's basically just straight at it with a putter or a mid and, yeah, try to hit the gap. So, no, good on him there. Anything else stand out to you?
1: Well, yeah, just – Further to that, um, the average is an average
0: over par. Hole six, average over par. Wow. Um, yeah, for the
1: day. So to jag the ace, kind of just if you don't get out the gap, it becomes a pretty challenging hole. Mm-hmm. Just looking at some of the handicap results, mm-hmm. we um, got some hot ones, and I, I have to shout out a, a young Riley Maple, colleague of mine, uh, shooting a raw sixty-eight handicap into forty point two four. 40.25, believe he took out the Division C handicap winner, um, which is huge.
0: So, yeah,
1: uh, well, Um And then you got Phil Morgan sitting up at the top there with a handicap of over 10 strokes.
2: What?
1: What is going on there, Phil? You've got to bring that down. You are capable of so much better than that. Come on, Phil. I can't Phil. believe your handicap is over 10 strokes.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. All right, I was not aware of that. Get, yeah. get, get it together, Phil. What's going on, mate? <laughs> yeah, Simon Farrar, he's been hot too. So uh, I think he actually took out the handicap. So yeah, n- Nice to hear, see that. But 21 players under par. To me, that's big. I, yeah. I, there's no way we've had that before, Bald Hill. So, yeah, everyone's just up and about. Well
1: Imagine just getting
0: 21 players at a league day. Yeah. Like 21 players on the Exactly. Exactly. So then oh, how about we fast forward to the one that just happened on the weekend? So
1: Correct. We're, we're either of us there.
0: No. No. Um, we had um, too many wifely or no, husbandly commitments due, due yep, to...
1: you look at it.
0: Uh, due to an entire day of battle, of the burbs followed by the footy. Even though yep. your wife came to the footy, so you probably could have been able to, be able to snuck out.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised I wasn't allowed out actually.
0: <laughs> so yeah, some of the um, some of the heavy hitters weren't there. Not just that, well, not just you, but um, a few of the the standards didn't pop down because of their involvement in the battle of the burbs. But we still had a few show up and. Mike Vandalin is standing out for me. Neg eight, big.
1: Yeah, he he knows his way around stone.
0: He does. Mike knows his way around stone. Hmm. So yeah, he um yeah he he did well. He was one of about thirty five players that shot neg eight. What it,
1: about the um much better Brunsting? How did he go?
0: He shot hot. He shot hot. Neg five. With, with a, a, double a double and a single, eight birdies. It's got to be the most he's ever got there. So he's up and about. I know he when I was standing at his place on the weekend and, um, yeah, he popped in pretty up and about. <laughs> did. Bit of a head wobble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rightfully so, rightfully
0: so, eight <laughs> And Simon Farrah, hot again, so he was up there. Uh, Ryan Deere with 12 people ahead of him, or uh 11 people ahead of him, which I haven't seen that yet on a social day school card, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah, we got
1: a pretty high bar for young Ryan. Yeah. Um, he hasn't he hasn't reached his own bar there. He does, he, he set his own bar, We didn't set it for him. Yeah. He's, he's missed the bar there.
0: But the one for me uh, is not the winner, which is uh, – how do you say his name? Ville? Ville, yeah, yeah 100%. Nice, there you go. Um Good on him. nine. He got it done for the day. But uh, Sam Stoyer was... Um, we'll, we'll get on it. But he, he, he had something to prove, I think, uh, coming uh, into this after the Battle of the Burps. So uh, we'll, we'll touch on that a little later. But good on you, Sam, for a nice bounce back. There you go. Mm, no aces?
1: No, no aces. <laughs> no
0: aces. That's weird. But uh, another, oh, another and decent...
1: And the best pole in Australia... Uh, again, averaged over par. It's a separator. It's a separator.
0: <laughs> it's a separator.
1: Uh, it averaged 3.2. Uh, there's rumours going around that some Geelong cats went and played it at some stage recently and threw in some aces for fun. But <laughs> Until I see it on a league day, I'm just not believing it. Yeah. It's averaging over par week in, week out.
0: Anyone can put a disc in a basket and then walk back to the tee. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh well, should we get to the Battle of the Perbs? Yeah,
1: let's get there.
0: Oh, I, I was so G'd up for this thing and um, didn't disappoint. Didn't uh, disappoint for mine.
1: Awesome day, awesome atmosphere, awesome people, good weather, uh, perfect conditions for disc golf.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So how did we shape up? We had, uh, we had yourself versus Dave Perry in the number one matchup for the singles. And we went IG Live on the Thursday, right? Where um, we did some very dodgy video and some dodgy coin flipping where Daz won. uh, Definitely not rigged. Uh, And therefore, he showed his team and you had to match it. And then uh, in the Arvo, uh, it'll get reversed. So Daz showed his hand and uh, you've seen Dave Perry and he said, you know what? He's mine. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. We had Dazza versus Joel in the second singles. Josh Smith and Aiden Howard in the third. Mikey Hair, Matty Farina, which had plenty of comments about it in the or fourth singles, and somehow Chris Scott made it to a fifth single against the Cash Man. Correct. What uh, What were your thoughts going into going into this, seeing the singles matchups? Yeah. What were you like, and what were you afraid of?
1: Look, I from the outset, I I've said I've said on a couple of occasions, I'm on record as saying that Josh Smith, he fat, uh, fell within our ranking was someone that I thought could cause an upset. Uh, this guy, you know, I'm sure he was rated 970, if not 980. Back when he was playing regularly, uh, but now comes in at nine thirty, nine forty. So I, I thought he was someone who caused some damage. Beyond that, in the singles, it was it was hard
0: to look at the matchups and really find a confident win. Yeah, I was agreeing with, with you there for sure. He's uh, Josh is a smoky, but I had complete faith that absolutely no one would touch uh, Aiden at Bald Hill. So that. Yeah, still wasn't even one for me. And all the rest I looked at and looked pretty comfortable east for mine. And how would we shake out?
1: Yeah, so in the singles, um, it, it, it was, there, was a, there was a couple of interesting matches. It was pretty cool to see the amount of uh, people that went around and played uh, 18 holes to start off with. So let's start with Chris Scott and Cashman. Cashman took that down to the 18th hole, uh, which was a phenomenal effort. Uh, he got done by one, just the one stroke in the end, but he took it
0: through the 18 holes. Yeah, I think two up with two to play, and he must have got one back on 17, because uh, Chris Scott, even though he always plays the roller on hole 17, we need to have some match play discussions, Chris, because that's when you're two up with two to go, you don't throw a roller. You just take a part and go, good luck birding at Cashman.
1: Yeah, I don't know if the roller was his problem. His second was a bit wayward. I think okay. he <laughs> could have nearly travelled negative feet. He travelled <laughs> about six feet. His second, like, really doesn't, you know, Gold Hill's pretty open. That's a pretty short hole uh, for a path. You know, it's a gettable, it's a parable path three.
0: And, yeah, he just threw his second into a tree in front of him. That was his issue. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well... Um but yeah, you got it done. So we'll take the win. Bang, one for one, easy money. Yeah,
1: exactly. Buckets Farina uh, up against the young gun. Obviously, I refer to him as DP's prodigy. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure um, you know David Perry takes. Any time he wins, David Perry would definitely take the credit for, uh, for his skill set.
0: I think after his loss to Buckets, um, or was it? Or was it a half? Was that was a, hard, a, it was a, a, a half.
1: That's a loss, obviously, really, in anyone's books. <laughs> I'm pretty sure DP and Mikey
0: have not spoke since. Yeah. DP took that to uh-huh. heart. <laughs> As he should. As he should. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a big half there. So, yeah. <laughs> good on Buckets. And your man, Josh. Um, Got it done. I was on Got that card. Done. We had a chat with him, um, so we won't say too much about it because we're going to let him, the man himself, Tell us all about it, but yeah, he um, (laughs) got it done over the Bald Hill Bully, as he was described Aidan Howard. And that's I did not see that one coming, I must admit. Uh, In the second singles match, you know, as Ash so perfectly put, you know, the course was named after Daz himself and. He uh, got it done against Joel. I think pretty. Uh, it'd be the most comfortable win in the singles, if not for the morning round. I think. Oh no, let's. Uh, there was definitely <laughs> there was definitely a more comfortable victory in the morning, but we'll get to that. Oh, was there? Was there? <laughs> yeah, there was. But uh,
1: yeah, he must have got it done with four up, three to play. I think. Daz, against Joel? Yeah. So that was the DGST Green Jacket crew. Uh, face off And Daz got it done On his home track So well done to Daz
0: mm, By all accounts Some uh, genuinely terrible Disc golf played by both And yeah, um, yeah. Daz was the least Terrible of the two From from what I'm hearing Yeah That's also what I'm hearing And then you and then, and- yeah. yeah Well just going to say Then it was obviously Me and DP We've got a bit of audio On that as well um, Yeah we might leave That one for a sec as well Yeah We'll uh, let the audio Tell the story there so, we had some doubles matchups as well. We had, in no restricted doubles, we had Huss and Kale versus Martin Go and Hayley Cooperato. And that was predicted to be a pretty solid West victory. But, no, not so much. 18 holes there as well, yeah? 18 holes
1: only got a, well, Westside only got it done by one in the end So mm. an absolute battle um, Which would have been cool to see But uh, single doubles were obviously playing Mostly on their own cards So uh, other than the spectators Following them around Can't give much more insight on that
0: Yeah, no, it must have been, yeah, been alright And then we had in the Max 2 Drive Doubles Sam Barnett and Brett Zebel, A couple local boys Versus Oscar and Tony The Stoney Storwarts. And I think that was pretty handy in the end. I think that was a three-up victory hole to play. Yeah.
1: I think they've got
0: to play 16 or 17 holes. Yeah. So not too surprising there. Oscar and Tony, definitely quality players. But Brett and Sam, they're out there every Tuesday. And they throw far. And the back nine's just kind of far so (laughs) advantage i think was always going to go to them oscar and anthony did pretty well to hang on but i think yeah a few late holes just sealed it up for him yeah uh and then we had myself and glenn maizey versus austin paler and sam Stoyer in the alt shot doubles and that massive victory that we were talking about this is where it came into play uh, Glenn and I got it done, up seven, with six to play. Huge! It was, it was tough going for the boys. Um, some pretty solid.
1: Where did you get most of your victories? Was it back nine, front
0: nine, all over the shop, out of the downfold? Nah. Um, so I stopped the scoring up a bit. So me trying to remember, read off the scores was not so good. But it was kind of just everywhere. It was just a death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. Nothing tremendous, like glenn and i not exactly big swingers and fancy shot makers but i definitely played some of the more consistent disc golf that i have in a while which is good which is what you need for old shot and glenn just does glenn's thing and yeah just a couple missed putts here and a couple made putts by us and before you know it we're following around the other cards so, yeah, well
1: then, let's. Uh, should we splice in some of this audio and show
0: off our techno tech skills? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I think first up, I had a good chat with Ash and Kale while you and Daz were sorting out what was going on with the afternoon team. So let's have a listen. Oh yeah, we're here with uh, Ash and Kale. Ash, you were wandering around, so you yeah, saw mate. a lot of it.
3: Uh, what's stood out? What did you see? Mate, I had the best seat in the house, I'll be honest with you. I got to see some uh, some made putts, some real long putts, some uh, missed putts, yeah. probably a few more of those. But one of my favourite highlights of the day was C. Davies uh, hitting the cage on hole seven with a ripper forehand. <laughs> Big. I thought, I'll just stop. I thought, I know, Kale. I know a forehand's coming. I know this is a perfect <laughs> shot for it. And I know Kale's forehand, and I watched it come in, just stopped, filmed it, and, uh, yeah, hit the cage. And I heard him, so what did you say just beforehand?
2: So me and Huss were chatting. It was actually really funny. She, uh, she asked me, Do you, have you gotten close to the ace on this hole? I said, I never even try to ace it. <laughs> uh, the green's a bit squirrely. I just try and get it close and just be short side of the pin with a short putt. And then yeah, the forehand just come out a little bit, a little bit quick, and the yarn for some reason that doesn't skip got a nice flare just straight into the uh, the cage there. It was a bit of exciting, and then yeah. saw Ash was filming as well. I was
3: like, <laughs> Yeah, boy. Yeah, got that, got that on film. I did miss Chris Ronalds um, chaining out for an ace on hole nine. I heard about two, that. Apparently. I heard yeah, it. I
2: heard it was hanging in the in the cage for yeah. ages before it just dropped out.
3: It was literally underneath the basket. We had a drone and a catch cam on hole one, yep. uh, right across the way, and uh, apparently we've missed an ace on hole One almost. So yeah, it's we're good. killing the coverage today. I'm hoping
2: the <laughs> drone on hole one didn't catch my very easily missed putt. It was, it, 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 oh, yeah, I actually made the putt. The basket and the wind said no. Though. All right, it was proper in. I literally picked up the disc and walked away and saw it was on the ground. Everyone applauded because we thought it was in.
3: Yeah. But that's okay. Uh, coverage-wise, we'd actually figured out not to film the putts um, yeah, after good. about four holes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: you got me canon one. I'm happy with that. I that, did. that can go straight on the throttle. I knew you were putting it in. They,
3: You were four feet away. So you were
0: giving Matty Faz... Plenty oh, yeah, it was. In yeah. your wonderful... For anyone who wasn't here, the, uh, I think Chris Scott might have filmed it. Your he intro did. for everyone was fantastic. It's, I had me in stitches. It's been so good. <laughs> it's beautiful. And you really focused in hard on Matty Faz yeah. um, about how he's going
3: to get absolutely pants by Mikey Hare. Yeah. I mean, he got what? a
2: 13 on hole three at yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, For context, you've got Matty Faz, who's pro- he's a genuine MA3 player looking to move up to MA2, right? Yeah. You've got Mikey Hare, who's played MA1 at the Sizzler recently and shot six they down across it, two days. Won it and would have placed fourth or fifth in MPO with like the score that. he turned in. Yeah. So it's a bit of a mismatch, but Matty, Matty, Faz, credit to the Lion of Stony Creek. He's um, he's come in what he, he lost. squared it. He squared, squared it, at the it. End, Did he? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I knew he they were neck it. and neck all day. Yeah. So credit to Faz there. I'll take my hat off to him.
0: No, nah, that was definitely the big upset. I don't think anyone had uh, yeah. had anyone that done so. Well done to Matty.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But well. Like I said to Matty halfway through the round, it's a lose lose for him really because if he loses, he's lost. And if he wins, he's, he's bashed a up a kid, yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. So the draw's perfect. The draw's perfect. He's done beautifully. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, some surprise results too. So it'll be interesting mm. to see what happens in the second round. Josh Smith taking down uh, Aiden Howard, by taking the sense of a two. Big. Yeah, taking down the That's ball to bully himself. Done big. Done.
0: Um, yeah. I was on that card, and yeah, Josh hit two from 20-ish.
3: Yeah, wow. Um,
0: in the first three holes. Yeah. And that really just sort of... Set it up from there. They were pretty close here and there in the end, uh, throughout, and then in the end, yeah, just sort of went the other way. Wow! But yeah, those first couple big parts really kept him in it. Otherwise, it would have been a pretty big hole to start. And mm. no, it's oh, a well. credit to him. But yeah, taking down Aiden in ball Hill, no easy task. So, Whew. looking forward to the afternoon round. Round two, here yeah, we go. Barbie's done. I think they're splitting out the teams up. now. So um, yeah, exciting times. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, cool. for that, Ash. All right, cheers, boys. Thanks, Al. Ash, always good value. Uh, been on the pod before. Definitely gonna have to be on the pod again. Because he just comes through with the goods. And on the day, on the lead up to the day with all the social media stuff, he, what a hero. What a hero for the event. Don't you reckon, Chris?
1: He's got away with words. He's got away with words. And he's he's given a lot of energy to the sport. And obviously this sport needs it. We've already given him massive shout outs in our last pod, I think, in regards to some of the... Titles that he had to given some of the uh, Battle yeah. of the Birds players, but he he just he somehow I didn't know it was possible, but he, he found
0: another level on Saturday when he was you know announcing the game and announcing the matchups. He, he found another level. He was so good. I, yeah, I think I think someone got some footage of it. We need to try to get that. It was yeah, he was quality. So well well done there, Ash. Thanks for uh, thanks for making a good event. Um, we also had a chat to Josh Smith. And Dave
1: Perry, couple of the big guns of the day. Yeah, we've had uh, we, we of had, the, had a couple big wins. interlude. Let's uh, hear what they had to say. Sounds good. All cast joshie Smith. Hey, hey guys. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, Joshy. So as I said, west side winner. Uh, Who would you take on? How was the round? How did it unfold?
4: uh so apparently it was the the bully of uh, Bald Hill, Aiden. um Yeah, it was. It was a good good battle actually. We. Oh. We threw each other a couple of bones, probably missed some putts early on that we should have got. But, yeah, I think uh, my dagger kept me in the game. Um, I think it was – I think he had one up on me with four holes to go and I took three in a row, so it was a pretty – yeah, two and one Good good battle Good battle Finished with an eagle Very happy
1: Nice work uh, What hold is your eagle? Uh,
4: what's the what's the far one? I'm not too sure what the, You
0: took a birdie on the long par five. Oh, did I? Yeah, that's Phase a birdie uh, Yeah. as a four? Yeah. Oh, okay So there we go there That's we go. a six-four Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh,
0: Into that
1: headwind That's a six-four Yeah, yeah. Forehand yeah. off,
0: off the tee Into a headwind was nice And then,
1: yeah, yeah. Nice Alright, so um, C2 Did any C2 putts?
4: I was a bit further than C2, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Alan, Alan witnessed one of them. Uh, to Harbour Hole, I think it was nine.
0: Yeah, and it was big. I saw sort of yeah. about it. I want to say it was couple, probably about... A couple monster ones earlier.
4: Maybe like 20 metres. I don't know. It was pretty long. Yeah. Up the hill. That was the Harbour Hole. Nice birdie. Nice. All right. So Westside have mixed
1: up their layout this afternoon. Mm. We've tried to do a bit of... Uh, most people that played singles, we've tried to get playing doubles, and most people that play doubles, we try to get playing singles. And... In, out in the wash, you're going in as top dog number one for Westside this afternoon. B. Likely to face, I guess, David Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think you might go?
4: Um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be pretty tough for me, but I'm, I'm excited. I think uh, anything to go on this morning, I've got a chance. Always got a chance. And the best thing about match play is you stuff up one hole. It's only one hole.
1: 100%. Mm. 100%. Oh. Cool. uh Thanks for your time, Joshy.
4: Uh, good luck this afternoon. Thank you, boys. Yeah,
1: Alright, welcome in. in. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, if you haven't seen your silhouette, get around it. Um, we have
0: David Perry on the podcast. Welcome, David. Hey, boys. What's How's up, it Dave? going? Doing good, thanks, mate. I had a nice uh, nice win on my matchup, so I'm doing great. How yeah. about you? Did you have a nice win on your matchup? <laughs> Apparently, it didn't feel like that to me.
3: <laughs> uh, Chris was kind of outclassing me
2: most of the time and then uh, got a bit unfortunate at the end. But um, I'm not complaining.
0: <laughs> I yeah, that... well, I need to know some info. I was watching these scores uh, very closely. And, um, yeah, Christy mm. got an early lead and kind of just kept it forever and bit it back and forth in the end. So what sort of what happened? Um, so I'll let David
1: answer the question, but I'll just say he's been <laughs> humble. Um, he um, missed some putts to maybe inflate my leads at points. Mm. Um, so he's been very humble. He was, he was executing off the tee for sure and mm. playing classy David golf. Um, but, yeah, how was how was the front nine, David Perry? Uh, for me, it was it
2: was a solid front nine. Nothing crazy. I think maybe score-wise, maybe eight-ish under. Uh, and Chris on hole nine did a disgusting forehand, chained out off the pole for an ace, and that would have been for an 11 under front nine. Oh, so boy. It was, it was oh kind boy. of just like, you're not catching that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just decided to... I made up my mind. I've got to stick with him during the back. I've got... I've got distance on the back, so I just trusted that. Yeah, nice um, way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good deal. So it comes down to hole 18 is what... I, that's when my matchup had be finished. I was following around my boys... And I'm seeing the scores. I love that. Sorry, Chris just, Chris just paused the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's why we're laughing. Um, anyway, so I comes down to hole 18. Um, you guys are now even because uh, Dave's got a couple back late. Um, and you both throw terrible shots. I saw Dave throw something that barely got past the first... Couple yep. of trees and turned over and was up, and then Chris must have also got very aggressive trying to flip something up and that f- went into the trees on the right and yeah. bounced out. They both got pretty routine upshot pars. So I'm like, ah, oh, we're gonna halve the hole. Uh, upshots weren't so too, too great, but there's like five meters or something, right? High pin, high fifteen up on the no nah, about five meters. <laughs> <on the, like, laughs> I'll give Chris uh, seven on the high side half. of the um, <laughs> on the high side of the hill, and so I'm like, Oh yeah, they will just half it. So Chris steps up the putt and what wow. <laughs> 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 sails over the basket. What happened, man? The
1: first uh, miss puddle day. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. So if we had stats, that like, so David could should have jagged me on seventeen as well. If we had stats, I reckon I counted five, maybe C one misses for David for the round. Oof. Uh, and me going into that hole, maybe one or none. <laughs> uh, but then definitely definitely fluffed when it mattered. So And then David
0: go. was about to step inside you. And what, you also sail over the basket? or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nah, pretty, pretty routine tapping? Yeah, cool. Uh, I was able cool, to make that cool. one. <laughs> That's a bit of a heartbreak there. Mm. But, um, you hate to see it. No, nah, it was good. Well, it sounds good. sounds like you had to play very good because Chris was, yeah, um, was, was, fun. was charging It hard, was fun.
1: So. It was fun. Who, do you know
2: what you're playing this afternoon? I believe playing singles against Josh.
1: Ooh. Have no, you yeah. played against Josh before? No, never met him.
2: But he's a bit of a veteran in the game.
1: That he is. PDJ eight thousand and something. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah. So no, that'd be a fun matchup. up. We'll, we'll keep an eye on Looking that. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Cool. Alright, thanks Dave. All right. Thanks, nice thanks up. Alright, so as you heard in a couple of those chats. As the captain of the West side, I had the opportunity to sort of mix up the teams going into the afternoon. We also had some players coming in off the bench, yeah, on both East side and West side, and uh, players uh, hanging around as well. So I sort of took the approach of if you played singles in the morning, I think. Uh, of the four out of the five people that played singles in the morning went on to play doubles in the afternoon so then vice versa so Josh Smith was the only single to single and then I mixed up um, everything and if you played old shot in the morning you didn't play old shot in the afternoon And if you played best shot in the morning you didn't play best shot in the afternoon so everyone got to play um, a different style of match except for Josh Smith um, who went on to play singles for singles. Um, so, if you hadn't watched our live stream, which went perfectly well with no glitches on Instagram, <laughs> during the week, uh, you would have seen that Daz announced his team, and I just went straight off the bat. I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. So, uh, at Battle of the Burbs, I announced my team, and then we needed a bit of an interlude, I think it's fair to say.
0: Oh, for sure. Daz immediately scrambling. Like, he just thrown one straight into the bushes and had absolutely no idea where to go. It was some very creative matchup, up uh, well, um, match-set-ups by you because he was scratching his head. Yeah,
1: I reckon, I'd, you know, he was asking for input from here and there. He was, you know, phoning Any McGuire for phone a friend. He didn't, he didn't know what
0: to do there for a little bit. Yeah, so, no, it was very good. So you've set your number one man now as Josh Smith, and Dazza just said, you know what, I'm sending Dave Perry back in. And (laughs) after a pretty dominant morning performance with a bit of luck, uh, how can you not? So he went back into action there, and he just really, really got it done, didn't he?
1: Yeah, four up, three to play.
0: Yeah, very... Both players did well on the front nine and then in the back nine, Dave's like, This is where I take over. So, yeah, exactly. Routine work there. And then you've gone with Kale as your number two man. And we had Ruben come in. He could only get one round in and we put him in for the ARVO. Nice ringer to just call up and take care of business. And we need to have that up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did have a nice ringer up our sleeve. MPO player, 950-odd rated, or MP40 player. Easy money, right? In theory. How <laughs> did it shake out?
1: Well, isn't Kale also MP40?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> Kale might be MP50. <laughs> <laughs> like, we,
1: did we quiz him on that in the end?
0: Yeah, we did. Turns out he's like 17.
1: <laughs> that, that threw me.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it turns out he was younger than me. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, Kale. (laughs) But uh, the young buck,
1: the young buck got it done.
0: He did. The young buck got it done pretty handily, I think. Got to, oh, a couple holes to play, but yeah, up by three. Yeah. I know Kale's good, but I I had had Ruben in for that one. So, Um, bang, bang. We got all square in the Arvo. And we sent the Bald Hill Bully back out there to redeem his name. And what if... Sorry, Oscar. I mean, he just... After getting done by Josh, there's not much that was going to stop him, I don't think. And it definitely wasn't going to be Oscar. Sorry, buddy.
1: He got, he got to play 17 holes, though. So yeah. I, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall for that.
0: Me too. I, we were behind him, and I saw Oscar almost can, I want to say, three putts from about 15... So if you hadn't made one or two of them, then Aiden might have ended up with the 0-2 record. Um, but no, Oscar did very well to get that far. I'm, I'm impressed. Aiden would have had me after six, I reckon. So good, good on you there, Oscar. Um, so East back up one. That's where we like to Correct. be. Correct. Uh, Bring on
1: singles four. We got uh, uh, two, two buddies here, no doubt. Um, Sam Stoyer versus Phil Morgan.
0: Mm, yeah, Phil came in for the Arvo, and Sam wants redemption after getting just hutched up by myself and Glenn.
1: And Phil would be riding high uh, after his, obviously, his league day success, and knowing that a triple bogey you can't hurt him, he was probably pretty confident going into that match. I'm pretty sure he said to Captain Daz, put me against
0: anyone, and I'll win. <laughs> I, I reckon I heard that as well.
1: Now, Phil, I have to mention this before we go on to the result here. Phil really was riding high because there's rumors going around that East Side were training for the event, which is controversial, I know, but I've heard rumors that East Side were meeting up and playing match play matches against each other in the lead-up to this event.
0: Of course. I ca- West weren't?
1: <laughs> West
0: weren't.
1: West had to hold down three jobs, mate. West <laughs> <laughs> were not. Doing that?
0: <laughs> nah, of course we were. Yeah, we had multiple meetups.
1: So anyway, one of those meetups was Phil Morgan versus the Skipper himself.
0: I did hear about this,
1: and I heard, I heard that uh, Phil nearly got it done. That's what I was told. I was told that Phil nearly got it done. There was, a... right? and I, I had to do a bit of digging. I did a bit of digging. I bumped into Phil and I said, Phil, I heard you had a pretty good match play. How did it go? And he goes, yeah, we, we didn't play the 18th, but I was one up. Big. And I, I got a bit confused there. I, I, what's your opinion on that there, Alan? Is that, is that a win? What's that? Is that a draw? Is that a loss? What's that?
0: <laughs> That's a win. That's a win. Phil definitely beat that.
1: That, that's how I read it. One up that's is one I to play. So,
0: what could possibly make you leave? Besides fear of defeat, and if you've lost through fear of defeat, that's a eight eight eight. Yeah, hundred
1: percent. So Phil, up and about. Yeah. And how did he go against Stoya? Smacked. Smacked.
0: <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. Stoya three up, two to play. Thanks for coming.
1: And I'm not sure is holding down a sponsorship. Is Stoyer holding down a sponsorship?
0: I can't imagine so. <laughs> so
1: there you go. T- taking scalps. Well done, Sam Stoyer.
0: Yeah, good on him. So back, we're all square again.
1: All square again.
0: Jeez. And the surprise matchup of the, the singles, you've chucked Penn out there. 100%. And I think that threw Dazza for the biggest loop of them all. <laughs> Must have. Penn probably a pretty unknown to Daz. Uh, maybe seen a couple of the social days. And he's just gone, you know what? Brett and Sam played well in the doubles. I'm chucking Brett at him. And uh, not too bad in the end. I think they went down to the wire. Brett got the last, I believe, to square it. So, yeah, very, very interesting one to throw out there. And then Daz has done his work to match it, so... Yeah, nice little gamemanship there. We there. go.
1: We're all square after reading out the singles. East vs West, all square, two and a half apiece.
0: Wild. I know that when I was looking at the scores, and I was not playing so hot, I was looking at Jacob, and I'm like, "Mate, I think East might need our victory here. Like, we really need to get up because a, a, a loss might actually cost us overall." It was looking very squirrely all day. But speaking of that. Myself and Jacob, we got thrust into the Doubles No Restriction, which is the fun division. That's where you want to play. Against Austin again, so I was just going to touch him up once more. And Maddie Faz, the, the Mocky Hair Killer, wasn't worried. Wasn't worried. Turn to Jacob, don't worry about this. Easy, lock it up. <laughs> Easy money. But maybe I should have been. <laughs> maybe you should have been. Maybe I shouldn't be We got up uh, a couple early Maybe, I think we were two up through three holes And Jacob was talking about how sad it was That he only gets to come out and play for about 11 holes today Uh, (laughs) But yeah, very quickly that turned around (laughs) So we ended up on the 18th One down (laughs) One down, one to play I was like, oh boy because after after we got through fifteen, that's it. Like we're all chumps now. We got 16, 17, 18, which us chumps can't birdie. Hole ten, which between a doubles pairing we should birdie, and then hole eleven, which none of us can birdie. So I was like, well, all right, there's five holes, but I may as well be te- like none.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but we were up at that stage, and Maddie Faz throws a backhand turnover into a headwind through the gap on sixteen. Puts it to, like, nine. Terrible part by him. But uh, Austin came, saved the day. Whack. And uh, my, my Tommy only got us about 11, and Jacob just... Yeah, Jacob and I both suck, so that didn't happen. But anyway, whatever. Same deal. We'll just... I don't know. We'll just hopefully... We'll get the birdie on 10, and maybe they won't. Uh, Maddie absolutely parks Hall eighteen. Like, touching the pole. Jacob and I were talking about throwing wild backhand turnovers and all kinds of just nonsense leading up to it because there was no worry. There's no concern of a, of a two. And Matty does that. So we, that really threw us for a loop. And we both put through what would be excellent shots for us normally. Got uh, Mine got to about seven downhill and we both duffed the putt and I just all of a sudden went to one down. So yeah, Matty really, really let me down there by playing well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but luckily, the true colours shone through. Uh, <laughs> they both shanked their drives on eleven. Jacob and I both threw some pretty solid ones. Got the, both of us got the circles edge, uh, and oh, I don't know. They just got pinned left, and just threw both decided to throw straight at it through the gap, which Afterwards we had a look and it probably was the best Of the terrible options And they both just stuffed it Took a bogey, we laid up, took a par And squared the whole thing So um, yeah, what would have been a cocky victory Into a shambles defeat um, We just MA3'd our way Into a nice little tie (laughs)
1: There you go
0: So still all square
1: All square, exactly.
3: Mm. exactly What was next? So
1: then we had the old shot doubles. Uh, the old shot was a bit of a mix-up. I, um, uh, I had a bit of a discussion with the counter-captain and wondered if we could do old shot with three players each. Daz agreed. I was like, cool, this will work well, three against three. Uh, Daz had some counting issues. Turns out <laughs> he only had 11 players to his disposal. By the time we figured that out, we sort of already were pot committed and we just decided to go two against three. In the old shot, it doesn't really play as an advantage in any way. You could you could have seven against two. I, I don't see any advantage playing out in any direction. It just everyone's got to throw their shot when it matters. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I can't – it must have been Sam Barnett. Was it Sam Barnett and Haley for Eastside?
0: Yep. I've got it done. Got it done.
1: Uh, two up, one to play uh, to, uh, you know, put Eastside in the lead by – one, we've well one doubles match to still talk
0: about Mhm. And who do we have in that doubles match? The uh, uh, Max 2 Drives doubles
1: Yeah, Max 2 Drives So the modified best shot For those in the know uh, We had James Honeyman come in off the bench uh, Pretty good uh, He had a he paramedic worked, worked the night before uh, Got a couple of hours sleep And then drove out to Bald Hill um,
0: what a hero. Pay, Yeah, paid tolls But got there <laughs> And, and Uh,
1: yeah, James is a legend, um, as is everyone. So I was like, you know what? I want to play doubles with James. Who doesn't like hanging out with Honeyman? And Daz obviously thought, right, I'm going to have to put up a strong team to take on those two and put in himself and Glenn. So we were, we were pretty amped going into that match. Um, it's pretty funny. Like we, James had just rocked up. He was looking forward to a social event. We started on, (laughs) <laughs> Where we start we started on hole six that's right we started on hole six and it's pretty chill i, I had a um uh a, a, not a good drive i threw it into a tree and then glenn Maisie asked me oh how do, how do you throw with a, a down jacket on and that was after i threw and i threw it about four meters so i said well not very well I, <laughs> oh, boy, here we go like it's gonna be a bit of banter this could be fun and uh, honey put it to circle's edge, and we had a putt spit through, rah rah, and then we, you know, walked off quietly the whole seven. We threw some nice drives, we're walking quietly down the fairway, and James just called us out on it, and he's like, "Are we? Is this serious, boys? Like, what's going on, mate? Can we liven up a little bit?" <laughs> and um, it was the pep talk we needed. I, I think I was still I was still reeling a bit, a little bit from my choke putt against uh, David Perry, and it just, you know, I was like, you know what, honey's right. What are we doing? And we got the bands going, uh, and we just, we had a ring a did ding. Like, we, we didn't have a hole for the first three or four holes. I so we went win, 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 win. We'll like come out all square after that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, we were just some halves with some, you know, my putter, you know, now there was not a crowd around. My putter came good. I hit <laughs> like, I hit one from circle two's edge. And then on the short par five, I hit one from like, deep circle three um, to halve the hole, and it, it was it was just on. And then we finally finished on that, that long par four that, um, you know, Josh tried
3: to pencil in as an eagle. And, <laughs> we, um, yeah, we were all square going into that
0: hole. They've obviously got Daz's distance, and we had Honey's distance. Daz crushed it too.
1: Yeah, he must have thrown it, I want to say... Why? Well, yeah, I mean, without exaggerating, that's through a one hundred and forty plus, um, and and honey maybe threw it one hundred and twenty.
0: Yeah, huge, huge drive, yeah. honey.
1: Yeah, it was a good throw, really good throw. Gave us a chance, and then um, yeah, and then we just honey went up, stepped up first, and threw a pretty good shot to what looked like Circle's Edge. So I um I gave it all the beans and. I uh, nearly took out a couple of pedestrians. <laughs> and and uh, Glenn and Daz did the same, put it up to what looked like Circle's Edge. We walk up to the green and Daz and Glenn were at about 11. We were at about 9. And Daz stepped up, headphones in, focus sorted. Uh, and, yeah, hit a sick clutch putt right on the last hole, uh, leaving me. Uh, then Honey steps up first, missed the putt. And here I am thinking,
0: deja vu. Here we go again.
1: Here we go again. A few people watching. People want me to make this putt so we can all square. And <laughs> I'm going to choke again because apparently I want to do that. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. But, uh, yeah, thankfully, not this time, made the putt. Um, and, yeah, we all square. Yeah. Eastside took like, the afternoon by one.
0: Nice, I like that. So overall, four-point victory for the east side?
1: Yeah, 10, ten versus 6, 10-6 yeah. in the end.
0: Not bad. I think uh, most punters had it going a, a bit more heavy the other way. So it worked out to be pretty even, uh, much more even, let's say, in the end. And, um, I don't know, a really fun day. So I, I really appreciate everyone who put that together, and uh, I really appreciate Daz for letting me have a chance. Win, win, in a, win in a square, maybe that'll get me one round next, next year when, uh, when we do it all again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we're trying not to go too long because uh, we've had a fair bit to talk about with, with uh, the battle of the burbs, but I would like to touch on my putting. So, last week when we were talking about how to pick a putter, you had mentioned how you like to rest your finger on the bead of the putter. And it kind of stood out to me at the time, but I wasn't really thinking about it um, as odd. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just keep moving on. And I've been practicing throughout the week with my new wizards, trying to make sure that I'm not just trash by this weekend. And um, and I <sighs> something clicked on, like, the Thursday night and or the Friday night. I said, oh, yeah, Chris said something about putting the finger on the bead." So I, I slide my finger down because when I putt, my... Finger, my guide finger, my pointer finger, is just square in the middle of the rim, which I thought that's how everyone puts. But <laughs> from what, from speaking to others, that's just me. That's a me thing. <laughs> just a ten years of failure thing. Um, so I slid it down, and I don't know, you wouldn't believe it, but the nose stays up a little better. So putts kind of glide a little bit further. So my biggest problem, as you'll know, many problems, but my biggest one is is nice dead center cage hits.
1: And you, do, you do like a dead center cage
0: hit? Yeah, and my pig, I just always thought it was just because I used to part with a pig and the pig likes to drop, but apparently if you put your whole hand on top of the disc, it kind of points the nose down and <laughs> forces the drop, so... For anyone else out there who might putt like me and he's got his fingers square in the middle, maybe maybe try shifting it down and see how you go. And um, for anyone else who nor has a normal style putt and you're about to putt into a headwind, maybe shift that little finger up. Maybe shift that up into the middle and that might help keep your nose down for anyone who's having some, some nose angle issues into the wind. That, that'd be my hot tip. Um, there you go.
1: That's a that's a good segue into a, a future listener topic that we'll uh, we'll get to on a future podcast.
0: Yeah,
1: we've had some of our, you know, I don't know if we call them fans yet. Like, I mostly I just refer to them as mums and siblings. But <laughs> um, there's definitely a fan topic come in and they want us to discuss. And I'd be keen to get your insight on this, given that I spoke about putting, but we want to talk about how to play in the wind, especially the really strong wind.
0: Uh, hot tip, Chris. The fans do not want my insight on anything, so don't worry about that. We're, all of the fan questions will be answered by you. Okay. That's, just lock that one in. Uh, but yes, we'll definitely get to that pen when, uh, when we've got less to talk about. <laughs> we don't want to take up everyone's time, otherwise we won't get any listeners for the next one. Correct. <laughs> um, so we have a larger pickle check-in. Yes,
1: Elijah Bickle check in. Love it. Right, so, no Pro Tour event, um, uh, elite event this week. Uh, so, we had the Silver Series at Texas State.
3: Jump on there, quickly discover, no sign up. But, you know, we don't
1: expect our boy to, you know, mess around with those Silver Series.
0: No, nah, so why would he not?
1: Yeah, let the, like, Ams, like Calvin Einberg sort of take them out. He, he's got to, you know, get prepped for Music City And he, like I said, he's definitely signed up for Music City Excellent So, uh, what did Elijah Bickle go and do? He went and played the infamous Skybreed Discs Open Presented by Dynamic Discs
0: Big, big, that's a big um, event, that one
1: It's a big event A couple of, a couple of notable players rocked up Your, your host mate, who I'm pretty sure you literally wear his footwear Nick Hansen played in this event
0: Oh, yes, definitely do Good friend yeah. of mine
1: Good friend of yours. Uh, Chandler Kramer, uh, another uh, noted player.
0: Yeah, less of a friend, but acquaintance.
1: Less of a friend. And for, who else did I see? I was like, yeah. Oh, Robert um, Robert Burridge. Yeah, nice. He, yeah, he's definitely an uppercomer as well. Anyway, strong enough field, strong enough field. Um, let's just hope Elijah Bickle cash. Does he ever? <laughs> cash line finished at uh, top 18 cashed. Our boy, podium finish. Yes, Elijah. Taking home a cool 627
0: stacker. Yes. Oh, that's our boy.
1: That's our boy. So we've said this before and we'll say it again. Our rev ups help and Elijah, you are welcome. You are so welcome.
0: (laughs) We won't even take a cut. (laughs) No. We might have to make some Melbourne Thrallers hoodies and get one out to him. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Love that. Love that.
1: All right. Yes. I need to segue that. Speaking of hoodies.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: West side West Side Disc golf. All right. You don't have to live on the west side of the city, uh, to get your hands on one of these uh hot off the press hoodies. A mate of mine who has a little design company called Creative Rabbit, check them out, mocked up a bit of a West Side Disc golf logo in uh involving the Westgate Bridge. If you haven't seen posts, you've been living under a bridge. <laughs> um Shout out if you are keen on getting one of these hoodies. Orders are going in this week. There's only a few left in the first batch of 25. I'm keen to fill out all 25. So do reach out if you're keen to get one of those hoodies.
0: Nice. Nah, they're cool. They're cool hoodies, so get on them. So you mentioned Calvin Heimberg. He played at Texas States. Uh, He won. No one really cares. Barella played well. Ezra played well. Kyle Klein played well. Imagine that. All the usual names play well. No one really cares. What we're here for is the FPO. Tata wins it, right? Just like every other week? No. Who got it done, Chris?
1: Uh, ooh, ooh. Another household name
0: going to be after this. Sayonara. Sayonara. So Correct. good. Uh, oh. Apparently, after cashing birdie
3: on hole 17 going into hole 18...
1: Just
0: give a bit of a buffer. Turns around to Kristen and said, sayonara. Yeah, I'm sure she did. That's what I heard. Sayonara, I'm sure she did. Yeah, well, it's definitely someone I've never heard of. But, um, yeah, seeing seeing the video of her getting the win, just looked like she was having a ball out there, which is fantastic. Very refreshing to see. Um, Cool to see some new names pop up in the FBO as well, instead of the, the same old, same old, just getting it done. Like, looking down the line, you got Tatar, then Scoggins, and Hanley, and Allen, and Weiss, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we know. But, yeah, sayonara. Bang. We need to yeah. get we need to get her following us so that she can be our uh, highest female-rated player. We'll start giving her some shout-outs. Yeah, 100%. We'll, um,
1: we'll, we'll yeah, reach out. You've gone through it. That's a huge win. And yeah, she was having a ball and there's some B-roll media floating around, you know, from different YouTube channels just showing like in between holes or when there's backups and... Um, yeah, she just couldn't look happier. I guess, you know, winning you know, winning and playing well uh, is good for the endorphins.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Nah, that was really cool to see. Um, all right, well, I think we've probably spoken a little bit too much tonight, haven't we?
1: Uh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> and obviously, we've, we're trying to set up we're trying to set up segments, and you've got it. You've got a new segment idea, but we've also got, we've also got a segment we haven't even done yet that we oh.
0: just started last week. Oh, of course, of course. No, no, no. we can't finish without doing spotlight, not like... Exactly. Sorry, <laughs> give the people what they want. Oh man, yeah, for sure. Well, you got to take it away because uh, I can't believe I almost forgot.
1: All right. So I'm gonna start off with I'm glad you let me go first because I'm worried that we had the same one again. <laughs> and for those who attend, like we don't share our spotlights and not lights yet. So I hope you have a backup just in case. I'm very
0: confident we don't have the same.
1: All right, wicked. All right. So special mention has to go to and we've already given him shout out. So special mention, Ash Weedner. He's my spotlight. Awesome effort in everything to do with Battle of the Birds, legend.
0: Yeah.
1: But my actual spotlight has to go to a fellow uh, podcast. And it's, you know, it's probably uh, pretty well known, similar to Thrallers. This is a new and up-and-coming podcast, just like ours, called To a Life, hosted by Brody Smith and Paul Ulibarri, a couple of pretty handy disc golfers. You may have heard of them. Yeah. Anyway, they've done an episode recently with none other than the GOAT himself. Who's the GOAT, Alan? Uh, Paul McBeth? Uh, <laughs> bad <laughs> luck. Uh, they've, done, they've done an episode with Ken Climo. Uh, I've just got it up in front of me right now. This has had... Oh, did you say before we had... Did one of our episodes have 51
0: listeners? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not to brag, uh, but yeah. This
1: one, this one here, 48. Now, it's got a capital K. What does capital K mean?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> it sounds like a breakfast cereal.
1: Yeah, so anyway, we've got three more listeners than that episode, but <laughs> well worth a listen. It goes, it's my spotlight. It's all I could talk about at Battle of the Birds for anyone that would listen. Just, it's, you know, two hours in length, but just listening to Ken speak. uh, He's a good chunk of it. He's at least half of the podcast. um, Over an hour of just listening to Ken and his insights. Just go give it a listen. Uh, Absolute awesome
0: podcast. Sounds good. Well, I'll jump in with my spotlight. Please. The Bald Hill social day that we had last week. Yes. We touched on Phil Morgan with his double eagle. The double yes. eagle is always impressive, but less impressive when you can throw, you know, thousand metres. Yes. Someone else who got the double eagle, John Cranston. Oy. MA50 player, top bloke. That's who I got my wizards from. Thanks, John. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a glance down. I saw that double eagle by him, and Phil was the only other one to do it. No Dazza, no you, no Aiden. John, so my big spotlight, John Cranston, double eagle, well done, mate.
1: Great spotlight, nice mm. work.
0: Not lights? What do you got?
1: Yeah, so I went, I went serious last week. Uh, this one's, this one, I'm not going overly serious this time. This one's, yeah, definitely a not light though, and it goes out to anyone that after a round comes in and. Like, we've got live scoring now. We've got this cultural issue in disc golf where people uh, try to just, like, misrepresent how they've actually played. Live scoring exists. We know how everyone went. <laughs> and um, because of that, there's been this real growth in effort to often just quickly start with people ask you how you went. All I hear about is miss and splash outs and whatnot, and spit outs. And my not light is passing off pits poor putting as
0: spit outs. I love that you're saying that. I couldn't agree more about that. That, uh, yeah, I I hate that. And I, I'll have that a lot. So, especially parting with the pig, I have a lot of missed putts. Because if it's a little bit left or a little bit right, it's out. And then people are like, ah, oh, sorry about that spit out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I missed it. Like, that's not my sweet spot. It bounced out. I threw it badly. People just got to own up to it. Just because it hits the chains doesn't mean it's a spit out. Exactly. Yeah, if it goes through, that's a spit out. If you've hit that bottom link that holds the long chains on and it bounces up and out, that's dirty. That's a spit out. But, oh, I mean, if you hit the chains and then it doesn't go in, (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes you dismiss guys
1: <laughs> Yeah 100% That's so why not
0: one. I like that uh, Please Please listeners Shame others When you see it Um So <laughs> Mine uh Mine also pretty serious Um Might get us cancelled But
1: Okay On shell.
0: I'm, I'm going ahead with it anyway Um Don't know exactly how old he is But don't care Uh not like Mikey Hare. I mean, I pumped him up on the podcast because he crushed everyone in MA1 at, um, at uh, Canberra, and everyone was going hard on him for Bald Hill. The guarantee, Side wins that matchup. Mikey's a jet, and he just comes out and squares it. i like, mate... Mate. And, like, I'm not going to do the knot light on Aiden because Josh can throw and I was there, you know, he hit some monster putts. I didn't see what happened in their card. I don't care. Win that matchup. Win that matchup. Yeah. Big knot light right there on Mikey Hare. Um, (laughs) I might not see him till Vic Open when he touches me up by about 20 strokes, but... (laughs) Oh, that was, yeah, that was a big one for me.
1: Good not light, good yeah. not light, fair not light, fair not light, <laughs> good not like, firm but fair, I like it.
0: All right. so, you mentioned it before, I had an idea today for, for maybe a standalone episode in the future, and if it goes alright, a few different standalone episodes, where we don't talk about any Melbourne Disc Golf, we just have a Disc Golf debate, so we want the people to message in with any topic they want, Debated, So it could be serious It could be less than serious And we'll just take it serious But something We'll structure it well Someone gets two minutes On the affirmative on, Then on the negative And then Rebut back and forth We might get some experts in um, Yeah I
1: didn't know
0: you went to A private school Yeah <laughs> Exactly <laughs> um, Yeah I think that'll be a bit of fun We'll have a We'll have a proper thing Well we'll try to be A proper thing anyway that's a classic Eastside
1: flex by you just there. Too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> nice. Good.
1: And knowing the format of a debate night, there is no one on my Westside team that knows the <laughs> format of a debate.
0: Yeah, that's probably uh, including
1: fair. Including myself. Uh, you got any ideas? You got any ideas of the first debate night?
0: I do. I really want to hear from the people, so messages. But uh, this is something uh, that I've heard a few, few group chats have had some chatter about Someone messaged in the tea off to ask them their their opinion on it, and there's something that could be worth a bit of a deep dive. Should MA four be playing at nationals? So I definitely have some opinions on this, but so, um, <laughs> and we might be on the same side. So uh, one of us might we'll have, have to, to flip. We'll have to flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, that could be a good one. If people want to hear us have an actual legit debate about that, then let us know. But, yeah, if there's anything else, send some in and, I don't know, sometime over the next month if we find something good, we'll, we'll do a little standalone episode of a, of a formal debate and we'll see if it sucks. And if it doesn't, then we'll find some more topics and we'll keep doing them.
1: Beautiful.
3: Sounds cool. good.
0: All right, nice. Well, I think it's about time for me to go to bed.
3: <laughs> yeah
0: um i'll probably not edit this tonight because i can't be bothered so <laughs> so mate i've got a bit of time after work tomorrow so i'll piece this together normally we just waffle our crap and i hit send but there's actually a few bits pieces to put together and uh, i'm not very good at ipadding so it might take a little bit good luck <laughs> all right cool thanks for the chat chris Peace out. See everybody.